Welcome forward to the next 820 episode, your next 500 seconds of resilience. If you get a chance, hop over to the 820podcast.com website. We can get a review of all the previous podcasts, as well as you can look at them or hear them on the iTunes, iHeart, Spotify platforms. But also on my website, 820podcast.com, you can get background on myself and If you're so inclined, you can contact me, set up a call with me, and we can talk about things that you might be more interested in beyond just one or two episodes, maybe a topic you want to get into that's in the book or next to the book or a presentation um, conference they want to have personally or with many at one time. At any given point... um, Feel free to contact me with even comments that you said, hey, that's not right. That doesn't sound right. I think you're wrong about this. Or this makes sense to me. Either one, my intention, my purpose is to relate to you what's coming through me. I don't own it. Yes, I was blessed to put it in a form and a format in written audio that might be of interest to someone out there in this world. But at any rate, my charter in life is to do it, to present it without any expectation about how it might be received, rejected, applauded, or thrown at. But at any rate, we're here today, and thank you again. Today's topic, go to your room. Go to your room. You ever heard that as a child? I know me, maybe me as an only child, I heard that a lot. Because I would definitely get into things that I should be getting into. Me being the uh, early learning discovery of things that are not me to discover in some drawer in my grandparents' um, office or bedroom. Or how that thing works in the backyard of my, my grandfather's house. Or taking apart electronic things in my uncle's room that probably didn't need to be taken apart. But at any rate... I got in trouble for that kind of stuff. So usually you hear that term, go to your room. It really means you're in trouble. I know it was for me. It was never a positive thing about, hey, go to your room. No, it was a direct directive for me to do something and prepare for uh, the repercussions and the consequences. For, for me, though, I'm trying to make lightness of the topic about self-discovery, and accepting your own, knowing who you are, defining who you are, and living with that. Living that, and then loving that. But when I talk about go to your room, I don't mean the physical in your house or somewhere else. I mean inside and downstairs, if you will inside and downstairs in you. Meaning from your heart, where many of us live, living our our heads, trying to figure out this equation or this business problem or this personal problem or whatever problem, usually it's in our head we're spending a lot of time residing. But I'm asking you to go from your head and to your heart. 
from inside and downstairs, your head to your heart. And I say that not being facetious, but allow me with liberty of elaborating on the whole resilience, personal leadership, power and force that we have inside of us that was given to us, not because to make us strong, but to give us wisdom in applying it, but also what to do with that grace, that talent, that energy, that currency. Going from inside to your room, in your heart, that room has a lot of space and access to your new world within that maybe, I'm going to assume this, many of us haven't taken the time to make that trip as far as the room in your head to the room in your heart or of your heart. Because it's easier to stay in your head because then we can get those dopamine hits from the internet about, oh, I said this, it's on the internet, therefore I am smart. My smartwatch says I am smart, I have stuff to do. I look important with my appendage, appendage in my hand 24-7 or at least half that time. But there's no room there. Even the external instruments or devices that feed your head, that make any more room up there. The room that's open and wide and vacancy sign flashing is your heart. Plenty of room there. The vastness from its inception to the, the inspiration, the spark that got it to start beating and continues to remind you every millisecond of that heartbeat. That's the reminder that you are there. You are here. And that hereness, hereness, H-E-R, I'm sorry, H-E-R-E dash ness. That is what I'm talking about that taps into your vastness of who you are. That kind of room, that open road, that open space, that access to that power that you have inside of you is much more greater or much greater than your head. I mentioned earlier in other podcasts about suggesting that we get back, no, wrong word, get to the childness, not childish, the childness. And how about this? The child necessity of us in this world that we're going through. I'm asking you to consider applying your newly rediscovered innocent curiosity and to your re-engaged purpose and message to share, to share, to have, and not to hold. Your presence is so essential, not just to me, but to you, not just the person next to you, still to you first. You got to have that, not at your disposal, but make that as an access point that's 24-7, wide open, 
and constantly on as opposed to your devices. Hopefully you are allow me to, uh, uh, hopefully you can enjoy that departure on a typical topic, but I hope something in those 500 seconds, something you can use going forward in your journey today. As always, stay present, stay current. No matter where you are, remember, it's always a 20.